This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. So we got to get over the episode one hump. Truth be told, Mm -hmm. if this is the first episode that people are listening to, we've actually recorded a version of what we wanted to be the first episode Mm -hmm. at least three or four times. But I think the important thing here today is uh, to talk about (laughs) to talk about why we decided to do a podcast, what we're going to talk about in this podcast, the exciting things that we have coming up in the podcast. Why we think people should listen to this podcast and no podcast. Wait, I messed it up. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to say and no other podcast, but I just said and no podcast. Cool. I mean, it it works. It's fine. And no other podcast. How do you, I mean, what do you want to, where do you want to start, bro? I mean, this is kind of a, uh, it's kind of like the origin story, right? So. Yeah. Like a quick, um, fast paced, like a. Like a kind guy of like, rich, like a guy Ritchie yeah. version of the origin story. Yeah, like kind of like the uh, like the Rambo montage where you see him like yeah, pull his headband tight. Um, that's exactly what I'm. Knife in the sheath, me, but mm-hmm. that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Yep, exactly. And then tying the boots. You remember loading, that move? Loading bullets in the in the machine gun. Mm-hmm. They even like brought that over to like the or did that come from the Rambo cartoon? Did it? I don't know, man. It was definitely in the Rambo cartoon. I don't know if that's where it first started. But anyway, okay, cool. Origin story. Should we go back and, uh, and kind of just tell how we met and, you know, the band days and all that kind uh, of stuff? Is, I mean, when did we meet? Probably like 2000. It's been a while. Probably like 2000, right? Around then? Maybe 2001, 2002. Oh, you mean the first time? Yeah, the first, yeah. Like we were in separate bands, our bands played together, and then like we figured out that like you and I were uh-huh. hanging out more than we were with the dudes in our separate bands. Well, but the, but then years later, then we would come back to like get back together. Yeah, this would have been before that. So we were playing at like a theater show in Delonica, Georgia. Yep, mm-hmm. Holly Theater, man. Holly awesome, Theater, awesome, cool place. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so yeah, we met and then Woody and I hung out, uh, the whole night pretty much just kind of, we just immediately clicked and, um, and then we didn't see each other for, you know, it was just like an acquaintance kind of thing. Like, man, that was a cool dude right on. And then, well, no, cause we played like one show somewhere down in Atlanta. Remember it was like some like restaurant or something. 
I kind of do remember that. So it's just some one of those like shows that somehow we both just ended up doing. We're like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? You know, after the Holly show. Then years later, after I graduated from college and stuff, and I think you were still with that old band. I don't remember, but basically I um, had the hots for this girl who was best friends with my girlfriend yep. at the time. And uh, I didn't know it, you know? And uh, mm-hmm. one day... You and your girlfriend at the time came to visit her, and I saw you. I'm like, dude, what's up? And then that girl, who is now my wife, um, was mm-hmm. like, wait a second, you guys know each other? And then you and I formed. Uh, well, we, we we figured out that like our tastes in music, and as people will begin to learn throughout this show, movies, just everything, basically, just is super parallel pretty, in a yeah, lot of pretty ways. Pretty spot on. Um, well, so, but, but before that, like before we sort of started writing, um, at that point I had, I was living in LA and I was really unhappy with the band and I had come home for like, I think a week or something. And then that's when we had sort of like, we were like, Hey man, let's hang out and, and, you know, write a, a couple songs or whatever. And we got together in your old apartment. Yeah, dude. One bedroom, no furniture. We sat on the floor and it was box, just boxes, you know, and um, a TV that was on one of those old um, like trunks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so we, we immediately hit it off. And, we were, and and see, the thing is, too, is like at the time, the band that I was in, I was sort of writing everything, but it had kind of become its own sort of monster because it was like heavy and like sort of new metal-ish and and even though I was writing the music, I was totally over it. Uh, you know, it was like I was having to serve whatever everybody thought that band was supposed to be like. But I had, you know, all my interest had been gone. Yeah, you like evolved, mm-hmm. but you still had to like write songs in that same like yeah. genre. And you just were kind of sick of it. Yeah, I hated you know? it. I hated and then, it. dude, I don't know if you remember this, but when we hung out that day, we wrote like, 10 songs just yeah it, it, was and it was just like holy cow man these songs are just amazing and then just like we always do it was kind of like mm-hmm. oh man so we started planning like this is going to be awesome mm-hmm. and then we're like wait a minute we got to get a bassist and a drummer and then we yeah. you know found those guys and, and we definitely want to have them on on the show and For then sure. we'll just do like a much deeper dive into the origin of our band and how we you know, got signed, toured the country, have a bunch of hilarious stories, met a bunch of amazing people. Um, yeah. Man, golly. I mean, that's truly, man, I don't know about you, but aside from just like the fun of just literally being in our 20s and not having any responsibilities other than just showing up and playing music, mm-hmm. like the thing that I missed the absolute most are all the people that we met along the way. Like yeah. every single person yeah. that was in any crowd in any city that we ever met, dude, that was the absolute best, man. Yeah. I mean, some of the best fr- friendships and, and mm-hmm. connections that we ever made. <laughs> My kids. We have kids too, by the way. I yeah. have two, Woody yeah. has two, so. Yeah, so we're dads. Get um, used to that. And they're going to interrupt the podcast constantly. But anyway, yeah. like I said, like I really want to like dedicate an entire episode to the For band, sure. to the music and all that. And then we'll start incorporating some of our music in the uh in the outros of of this show. So after that, I mean one of the one of the passions that I know you had growing up, I mean throughout your whole life I think was like drawing. Right? Yeah. Drawing and um so I think uh you should go into a little bit about like what you're doing now with that. Yeah. So um long before I started playing music, I, my earliest memory I can think of, um my dad left when I was a little kid, probably 
three or four. Um, and so it was just my mom and I, and um, she was working at the bank and she would bring these huge like reams of, of paper, like printer paper that was all connected, you know? So it was like one giant sheet of paper. Um, and I just remember just, just burning through those things and just drawing, drawing, drawing. So that's, that's all I did like pretty much my whole life. I was kind of the artsy kid. My whole life, I just, I wanted to be a comic book artist and um, got to high school. Uh, I had a free ride, a full scholarship to SCAD, uh, Savannah College of Art and Design. And this is before, this is when there was, there were only the one, it was only in, in Savannah. I had another one to uh, a school called the Joe Kubert School, which is, uh, Joe Kubert is a, he's like a famous old school comic book artist. So he started like an old, like a school that um, percentage of people that go on to Pixar or Marvel Comics or DC or Image or, you know, these huge DreamWorks, these huge companies, it's like 95% or something, the last I heard, which is, you know, pretty amazing. More than likely, I was going to do that. Um, and I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll take a year off and make some money. And that's when I started making, uh, you know, writing music. And I realized it came really easily um, and then started that previous band. And, and then so years later, um, after uh, the Modern Society ended, uh, the band that Woody and I were in, um, we it was pretty tough because I got um, I got married and there was a bunch of stuff with you know, family stuff. But um, eventually I ended up going back to school at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh uh, online while I was working in the emergency or the operating room of a hospital. Um, so then I became a graphic designer for seven years, maybe. And then just this past year, I finally got to the point where because uh, for the last few years, I've sort of split everything, doing comic art and commissions and pinups and stuff, and then still doing graphic design. And then now it's it's full time all the time, uh, you know, illustration and comic art. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. And in a future episode, we're going to do a full episode on our old band, maybe even like feature some songs and get those guys on as guests. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll talk about like the reality of uh, being an indie rocker and stuff, because I get so many questions about like, about it, you know, yeah. um, and it was such a large part of my life. And, um, yeah, I mean, that was years and years of that's, that's all we did. So, and, and then the same goes for like on the comic side. So like, I mm-hmm. think it's going to be cool for people to hear about, because I think another thing about this podcast is we like so many different things, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, and that's, I think one of the reasons why we wanted to start it is, and maybe everybody like our age, you know, late thirties is feeling the same thing right now, but like an, a super, uh, extreme feeling of nostalgia about the eighties and the, you know, um, when we grew up. And so like all the things that we love back then, whether it's watching movies on, on VCR or the retro video games and collecting those things and collecting comics and toys and toys and like old, like eighties horror movies and like all that stuff, man, selfishly, we just wanted to kind of talk about that stuff dive mm-hmm. deep into it and even like talk about who we are, kind of how we got to where we are now as adults and fathers and creators. And um, after the band kind of dissolved a little bit, you know, I, man, dude, I, and I know you probably were the same. I went through this extreme, I mean, I think really the only thing I could like kind of even call it really was like a depression really it was yeah, it was like i couldn't even listen to music man i yeah. had zero interest same thing. I, I was super bitter about it um hell i mean you and well, we, both we, of us didn't even talk for like a year and a half yeah well we, we, but you we also left out the fact that uh so the modern society the band we were in was like an indie rock band you know 
a lot of stage presence and stuff. And then when the band split, Woody and I, just him and I, made an entire folk album in his office in his apartment. Uh, so we we kind of kept it kind of going, but it was just it was still. It was, it was hard. And and that was the, the funny thing is, is, like, you know, we made this like sort of folk record and the band was called Southern Ghost and it was just him and I and a lot of banjo and mm-hmm. acoustic guitars and harmonicas and stuff. To us, it was it was kind of a way to still make music, but not have to kind of dredge up the hard feelings of not being able to be in like a rock and roll band and tour and do all this. So it was like we just, uh, you know, it was like we just focused on this one thing and, you know, made that record and then. But after a while, it was just... It's just tough, man, because like life, um, responsibilities and stuff, it gets so hard to be able to do it. But it's funny because no matter what we do as careers or whatever, I think you can't... It's impossible to remove the creativity from someone that's creative. Yeah, for sure. So no matter what I did, I mean, like, right, like I am in insurance sales, but somehow mm-hmm. I still like lean towards the creative. Like I did like a, a, a daily vlog for like a year and I create mm-hmm. like these, like, yeah, like these videos for like insurance and stuff. And I make them interesting. I learn how to video edit and do all that kind of sound engineering and all that stuff mm-hmm. just to not only separate myself from like the thousands of insurance agents that exist, mm-hmm. but to be creative, man. And yeah. so I think that's another thing that this, podcast feeds is like our creative outlet and a way for us to kind of just dude i mean it's kind of like you know like when we were kids this is the equivalent of us having like two tomato soup cans connected by a string string. yeah Yeah. and just being like hey dude what did you do today well but but also I i think it's 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 fair to add also that like um, you know, and, and this is why I think that, that, uh, that Woody and I clicked so fast and why we, we just instantly became friends, you know, at the first time we met is because Woody and I are guys that are, um, super you know, good looking, very, very <laughs> handsome, but, uh, but like we're, we're the kind of guys who we can't just like, like if somebody calls and they're like, Hey man, you want to come over and just like watch TV or do you want to come over and do this? Like, that has never been appealing to us. Mm-hmm. We're the kind of guys who's who, you know, hey Woody, do you wanna make do you wanna make a record? Yeah, cool. Come on over. Let's do that. Like we we all we we could never just like hang out and be and like bro out. It was always like based around like creating something, doing something. So it's I've probably lost a lot of friends that that are just just normal folks. Yeah. You know, because it's like, okay, cool, we're here hanging out. Now what are we gonna do? And what what are we gonna make? That's if I've never thought about it that way mm-hmm. but dude it's so it's so true man like it's hard for me like and my wife you know her but the audience doesn't uh mm-hmm. and my wife like sometimes has to kind of like remind me like yeah you should go do that with Same here. whoever yeah because like i'll get invited to stuff and i'm just like mm. you know it's just not i don't know man it's just not the same and so like i love that throughout the years over the last mm-hmm. 20 years or so that we've known each other, no matter what, we always kind of like end up creating something together. Yeah. So I'm super, super excited about this, this show that, that we're doing. Yeah. I know I kind of like lost track a minute ago, but basically like after the band going through that depression, one of the things that I kind of did, and I think we'll talk about a little bit, but is, you know, I, I was entering into like a new phase of my life. I didn't know what I was going to do professionally I, uh, you know, have a degree in biology, with it, which is almost useless if you don't like pursue medicine <laughs> or, you know, like 
go back to grad school to do like marine biology or something like that. And mm-hmm. I just didn't want to. So I was just like in this rut and, um, but I love to challenge myself. I love to make things like super hard and then like have a goal and then just bust through the expectations, yeah. you know? So that's when I started getting into like triathlons. Well, first it was like marathons and then like, I got injured training for the Chicago Marathon, and then I had a buddy that was like, hey, man, you should try cycling. I was like, yeah, cyclists are pretty cool, like the Tour de France and, you know, all that. Okay, cool. So then he mastered cycling. So then I became a (laughs) Tour de France. No. Uh, I started riding, and it was awesome. I loved it. And then I met a guy that was like, yeah, man, if you like cycling, you should try triathlons. I'm like, oh, what's that? And he's like, well, you know, you swim first, and then you bike, and then you run. I'm like... Yeah, I'll try that. And like after the first one that I trained for and did immediately, and it was just like a small sprint. After that, I was like, that was awesome. It's the hardest thing that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. But like, what's the hardest one that, you know? Oh, someone <laughs> says, oh, the Ironman. I'm like, oh, what's that? And they're like, well, it's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 miles on the bike, Jeez. and then a full 26.2 uh, mile marathon after that. All in one, that's one race. That sounds miserable. (laughs) I was like, I want to do that, man. Because, again, like it sounds miserable. I like the the pain, the anguish, and then the victory that comes after. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, Well, and you went to, what, Denver? Boulder. Boulder. Yeah, so it was like the first year that they had the Ironman in Boulder. And Boulder is like known to be like this humongous triathlon and cycling and runner, Mm -hmm. like outdoors community or whatever. So it was like a big deal. Um, Was was that difficult for like the, uh, because we just spent some time in Denver. Uh, We went to see Vampire Weekend at Red Rocks. What? what? But uh, did you, uh, was it difficult with like the altitude? Yeah, so did it, it, affect it would have been, but I went out there like a week and a half before the oh, race yeah. and stayed okay. in this like Airbnb mm-hmm. um, and kind of acclimated. And then and then during the race, it didn't really cool. Didn't really affect me. Yeah, so cool. I did all that stuff. So that's been sort of a, a hobby. Um, man, we have come to the conclusion that it's impossible for us to have a first episode because there's so much that we want to say. We want to tell people who we are, why we're doing this, all this kind of stuff. So if I had to wrap it up into like a quick sort of teaser episode for people to want to come back, here's the thing. This is going to be a podcast that is going to talk about all the things that we grew up just loving. We're going to talk about ourselves. We're going to talk about our background as musicians, as creators, as, uh, you know, what we're doing now as a comic book artist and, uh, you know, an insurance salesman that it's also triathlete triathlete and um, you know, video editing and all that other stuff, all these interests that we have ultimately to end up connecting with people that like the same stuff we do, you know, and we're, and we're using this as a way to, at the end of the day, man, we don't get to hang out as much as we did when we were in a band together. And now that we have two kids each, which take up so much time and energy from, a, you know, as dads, um, to just be able to like have conversations, man, hang out, talk about cool stuff that we, that we're into now, you know? Um, right. Yeah. Oh man. Thanks for the, con- thanks for the <laughs> contribution, man. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it, it's something that we're already kind of doing anyway. So yeah. we might as well, we might as well record it and, uh, let other, uh, other folks into our world. 
Yeah, because it's also not just about what we know, but also like what we can potentially learn, right? Yeah. Um, like having some of the comic book artists, I just said comic, but comic book artists um, on to ask them, you know, things and learn from them about what stuff. kind of brush do you use? Well, I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> one. You know, another th- another thing that we're going to talk about on this on this show is the stuff that you got me into recently in the past, like I don't know, man, what six months or so, and and, and stuff that I used to be like into when I was younger. Yeah, but I just kind of forgot about it in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is like the paranormal and the like cryptozoology and like spooky stuff, UFOs, Bigfoot, mm-hmm. all that stuff. You've introduced me into a bunch of just my now my favorite podcast in the world, like Bigfoot Collectors Club. It's the um, best. Oh my gosh, man. Astonishing Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those two shows in particular, man, like I can't listen to them enough. Like I still haven't listened to every episode of Bigfoot Collectors Club, but I try, you know, like I listen yeah. to new ones as they come out and then I go back and listen to the old ones and I'm trying to catch back up. But those dudes are the best, man. They and really so are. They've yeah. certainly inspired me to kind of like dig deep into some of those legends. Another cool thing that we're going to be doing on this show is putting our own spin on it, doing our own research and kind of telling that story because we're both fascinated with stories and storytelling mm-hmm. and kind of introducing those just really cool like urban myths, legends. Anything kind of on the fringe. Of- yeah, and introducing that to like the, our audience, our new audience, and again, like putting our own sort of spin on it. Yeah, man, I, I love that stuff, I, which I feel like we were both probably like this as kids, you know, but it was different as kids. It was, uh, you know, I was the kid who would, who would walk out of the library with these, you know, giant stack of books and it would be just steal them just steal them never get brought them back i i do have several yeah you have like late fees at the white county library that are like i don't know a million dollars i really i I really do have a ufo book from the middle school library uh but it would you know it'd be like ufos loch ness monster bermuda triangle bigfoot yeti um and uh you know i i've always loved the stuff and i feel like i've always tried to uh minister to woody the gospel of uh paranormal (laughs) Uh, for all these years, and I'm glad that now it's finally it's finally you know s- sticking. So uh, so yeah, there, there's some really fascinating stuff, and there's some really amazing stories that we're gonna um, that we plan to uh, to record. And what's cool too is like as much as you and I agree on so much, we have different views on certain stuff. So yeah. that's going to be kind of neat to to kind of explore those stories and, and talk mm-hmm. about how we view them differently and all our theories behind them and all that stuff. Another thing, man, that I've kind of uncovered lately as I've gotten into collecting like old VHS and retro video games and stuff, is there are these incredible communities that exist of people that will first off make my VHS collection look like, Oh yeah. Just absolute dog doo doo. There's this, neat the 80 like cover art man that's one thing that i miss so much about things like blockbusters i would just yeah. go and walk down the the aisles and just like look through especially like the you know the horror section because that mm-hmm. was just like oh man like so much cool art on those covers yeah. man and so there's like these communities of people that just collect these extremely rare tapes stuff that like never got released on dvd never got released mm-hmm. anywhere else and uh it's just been really neat so i like interacting with those folks online and hopefully we can get some of those people on as guests too and, and talk yeah. about like some of the greatest 80s horror movies that never made it past vhs 
format, Absolutely. you know, and then talk about some of the ones that freak us out. Like I still haven't watched it yet because I think we should do some sort of viewing party, man, for the lady in white. Yes. I'm saving that. Man, that movie is, it's, it's amazing. And I haven't seen it in years. So actually it could be terrible, but <laughs> from, from my memory and I, I feel like I saw it as a kid a ton, but um, yeah, man, lady in white, that was, that's a good one. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So that's a lot, but not all of what people have to look forward to this season of that would be rad. Well, and also another thing is I think that, um, you know, especially like with the paranormal stuff, we understand that there's, <laughs> we understand that there's so many podcasts out there that, that do. Hey dude, um, do you mind if I eat my salad right now? <laughs> Oh, anyways, what you're saying is really interesting. Right. We know that there's other podcasts that do it so much better. So, but with us, you know, um, we we've always kind of been into sort of niche stuff and stuff that's not overly mainstream. Uh, so w- when we go into the stuff like uh, like Polybius or Roswell or the Allagash incident or Patterson Gimlin film for Bigfoot, um, there's all these podcasts and documentaries and stuff that have done these crazy deep dives and hours and hours of research and that kind of thing. This podcast is more about you know our sort of take on this stuff, like how we perceive these things, how these things make us feel, how we were so psyched about these things as a kid and how that's kind of stayed with us as adults. And so this podcast is really just about um, just looking back, you know, at the fondness, just the nostalgia we had for like living in the 80s. And and it's funny too, because when we were like back in the band days, um, you know, especially like during our first record we made, it was heavily, heavily inspired with like the 60s, like mod movement. But as we've gotten older and as we both have kids, we've sort of kind of come full circle back around to those things that we were just obsessed with and in love with in the 80s as kids. So that's, I think that's a good, Good, uh, I think this was a good primer to uh, into our lives and histories and yeah, man. My my goal too when we when we're talking about the paranormal stuff and we're talking about anything that kind of like rubs the shoulders or rubs the shoulders mm. and anything that gives sexual. those other podcast hosts free massages um, yeah. or because I want to deliver some of these stories in a segment that we're going to call "Tales from the Time Capsule." It's going to be like us delivering a dramatization of that story in a way that maybe we haven't heard before, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's just fun for us to create that kind of stuff. It's certainly not us trying to take away like from them. I hope to turn more listeners on to those podcasts like Big Collectors Club and Astonishing Legends and Strange Familiars. um, Strange Familiars. And and also we're going to go ahead and start a, uh, uh, since this is like the origin episode and we both have the word rad in our title, we're going to go ahead and start a feud with another podcast. Uh, called the the Rad Years, right? Is that right? Did I get it right? Yeah, that's what it's called. But I didn't know we were starting a feud. We're gonna go ahead. We're starting. We're starting now. So um, do not listen to that podcast, huh, dude. I'm. <laughs> yeah, man, those guys suck. We don't know them at all, but they have the word "rad" in their podcast, so they're dead to us. So we're taking them down. We're coming after them. The very next episode, expect us to have. Um, our first debut of one of the tales from the time capsule, an amazing legend mm-hmm. about literally the most dangerous video game of all time. It's amazing. It's going to be like, it blew my mind. When I found out about it, it absolutely blew my mind, man. Hey, hey, Woody, who told you about it? No, I heard it about it on the rad years, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a lie. Yeah, no, you, you did, man. I think that's a good stopping point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Tune in next week for, the very first Tales from the Time Capsule and a bunch of other segments that we talked about today. Hey, man, where where uh, where can we we find us? Oh, yeah, okay. So um, 
on Instagram. People can find us at that would be rad. That's our that's our Instagram um, handle. Is that like a, is that a '90s thing to say? Handle. Our username is that would be rad on Instagram. They can find us there. Um, so that's all we have for this week. I'm Woody Brown. I'm Tyler Benz. Until next week, be rad. That's the way it goes.